Students, it's Wednesday, August. Is it August? August 17th. Uh, 2022. You're listening to Answers to Gospel Questions. This is Brother Lawson alongside Brother Eric Wing. How are you, Brother Wing? Oh, good. I taught seminary this morning. Oh, what time seminary start for you? 6.15. Oh, man. And I had 12 ninth graders in this awesome class, and they studied so well. I was super impressed with them. Were you studying from Psalms? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They got in. They got in there, they grappled with the poetry, but they were, <laughs> they, they, uh, I like that they, word. Yeah. I told them, I told them what seminary was like. And the beautiful thing is they believed me <laughs> and they, and they studied scripture and they were, they were applying scripture and talking about scripture and loving the Psalms. That's awesome. You know, sometimes seminary students, um, They'll talk like it's at seminary graduation and they'll talk about, oh man, how, you know, and students, you might remember your seminary class if you took seminary, how early it was. And you're just like, oh my gosh, that was just so hard every morning. And, and I like to remind them, you know, there's 170 or so days in every school year that if you went to seminary every single day, you went to seminary probably about 400 times uh, over the course of your high school career. And that just makes, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. You know, um, there's sometimes, you know, just last summer, I, I hiked up a really tall mountain in Utah. And when I hiked, I got to the very top and then I started walking back down, which is kind of the weird part of hiking. Like, hey, we made it to the top. All right, what do we do? Let's go back down. So made it halfway down and I turned around and I looked where I had been and I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy cow, that's so far up there. I, I, uh, I, there's no way if I, I can't believe I kept, I kept, I can't believe I kept going. Um, and just because man, that was so high. I think sometimes we forget uh, how hard something was, <laughs> you know, and we, we just go or how hard something is and we just push our way, way through it. On the other hand, I remember the last night of my mission, my mission president asked me what the hardest thing was it, that I had to experience on my mission. And in that moment at that time, I couldn't think of one thing that was hard about my mission. I'd been out for two years, but I couldn't think, oh man, what was it? You know, was it some time I got really sick or was it when something terrible, you know, investigators, for whatever reason, I couldn't, I couldn't think of something, something difficult. I think that might be a little bit, you know, how it might feel uh, as we, as we go through life with various afflictions that we, that happen to us and trials that we have in our lives. There are some trials that are caused, many trials are caused because of our poor decisions, our poor use of agency. But what about, uh, Brother Wing, the question we're going to explore today is, does God ever cause uh, trials or hard things to happen in our lives? Uh, I think this is a good question to explore. What do you think? What would, could we learn from Psalms about this question? Yes. And in fact, we kind of talked about Psalm 51 Um last time, but this time, again, there's a little phrase in here that was really intriguing to me uh, from Psalm 51. Uh, you know, and this is David acknowledging his own sin and uh, recognizing that he had made mistakes and that he was seeking and pleading for mercy. But in verse eight says, make me to hear joy and gladness, which is such a great hopeful thing. Like he trusts in the fact that the Lord can miraculously change him. But then he says, that the bones which thou hast broken 
may rejoice. Mm. You know, so I'm, you know, I'm now it's poetry and I'm trying to right. figure out what he means by this and, and the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. But he, he definitely wants, he's recognizing he's in sorrow now. He wants the joy. Uh, there's a breaking of bones that, you know, symbolically meaning, I suppose that his, his, his life has been hampered uh, by these sins. But he says that the bones that, which thou hast broken as he, talks to me right. I was like did God break his bones or did his sins break his bones and I think in this case um you're looking at the consequence of sin and so yes uh in a way God broke his bones because God is just and there are there are just consequences to his choices now he had it's not like David didn't know this uh, before he had been taught he knew the gospel he had the light of Christ anyway right he knew that this was wrong he chose to go against that. And now there's a breaking of bones there and he's pleading for the healing, which can happen, right? That, that when we've sinned, we can be healed. Um, but did, did God cause this, you know, right. now, only in a certain way did God cause it by the, by that he's just David chose this and he brought it upon himself. Um, and these, these particular afflictions, but then you're like, well, okay, there's all, there's other kinds of afflictions. Like when you go to Psalm 61 and, uh, 62 and 63. These are great Psalms for when you're feeling uh, afflicted or mistreated or mocked, you mm -hmm. know, made fun of, you know, these are some now, now these are other people's choices, but they've caused an affliction upon right. you. And now here's the Psalmist uh, pleading for strength from the Lord to deal with this situation. Now, did God cause this situation? Mm -hmm. um, in these cases, it seems like he allowed it, you know, similar to Job. And we have an opportunity to, again, connect with the Lord through this one. And so there's a couple of places that we can talk about. And I think that's an important thing. Connecting with the Lord uh, through the scriptures, I think, is a great uh, tool to have in your toolbox, your, your spiritual toolbox, because otherwise, if you're not careful, you could probably develop a complex. You know, uh, even and this has been a question from uh you know even back in Jesus's day when the apostles asked him hey who sinned uh this man or this or the parents right because that's the only way that bad things could happen to us is is through sin if if you believe that every bad thing that happens in your life is a result of of sin then that could really create some some pretty deep spiritual anxiety however it might be important to acknowledge that yes sometimes Heavenly Father wants us to grow and to stretch, and so he'll provide opportunities to us that may appear to us. We might defi define them as a trial, and, and God might define them as heavenly weightlifting, right? And you're, we're going to build some spiritual capacity and some spiritual strength within you. But if you start just putting it all on you and saying, you know, this is, um, this is a result of my poor decisions, that could create create a problem for you, and you'd miss out on connecting even deeper with with your Father in heaven. In Psalm sixty six, there's a great verse where uh, the psalmist says, uh, in sixty six verse ten, "For Thou, O God, O God, has proved us and has tried us as silver is tried." You know the way the silver is tried is placed under extreme heat, and that's how you separate silver from any other impurities, and so. Uh, God puts pressure. He allows us to feel pressure 
because he's making us, he's purifying us into something different. Uh, he goes on and says in verse 11, thou broughtest us into the net. Thou latest affliction upon our loins. All right. So they're recognizing that, that God is placing, is, is putting them in circumstances that are difficult and hard. Can you imagine if, uh, I think it was Elder Holland that said, sometimes what we want is a, is a heavenly grandpa instead of a heavenly father, right? And um, one that will just tussle our hair and give us some candy and send us on our way. Uh, I think it's important to know that that God, when God places afflictions upon us, he also provides, you know, he knows that we can handle this. He knows it's going to be hard, but he knows we can handle it. When we put ourselves in situations with sin, he knows we can't handle it, right? And so that's why he sent Jesus Christ uh, to help us overcome those situations as well. So uh, it's important to to recognize that our choices create afflictions, but also God sends us to the spiritual gym every now and again. Yeah, and then and in those cases, we look back and realize that the affliction that we thought was an affliction in the moment yeah. isn't actually an affliction, but that it was a great opportunity to to grow, develop, be more joyful. And yeah. that's why in the middle of those afflictions, we put our trust in the Lord because we can't sort it out uh, in the moment. And so I want to just read the first verse of several Psalms. So like verse uh, Psalm 61, hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. That's verse one. So, okay, here's verse one of Psalm 62. Truly my soul waiteth upon God from him cometh my salvation. So they're, you know, putting trust in him. 63, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. I mean, it goes on, but that's, we're 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 looking for God for understanding and help, um, and uh, I want to also read seventy and seventy one. <clears throat> seventy verse one says, "Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, um, O Lord." And then seventy one, "In Thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion." And so we are in confusing times. There is a mist of darkness. There are difficult moments where we can't sort things out. But if we can look to the Lord. Put our trust in him. Trust that he does have a plan. He does understand uh, perfectly what we're experiencing. Um, and he can help us to sort things out and know what to do next. And I think the psalmist really helps us to focus on the Lord, um, wait on him, put our trust in him. And that's where we can find peace, even in the midst of a difficult trial. Awesome. Students, we're glad that you tuned in. We actually, on Friday, we want to try something new. We want to actually invite some of you to be a part of our podcast. If you're interested in being a special guest scripture feaster on our our podcast, it really will be a good experience for you. It doesn't require you to be super smart. I mean, we're on this podcast. And so uh, we'd love for you to be a part of this and, and go through the scriptures with us on Friday. So you just text, call uh, Brother Wing and I, and we'll we'll hook you up uh, and get you on the on the podcast for sure. But uh, we love your guts, everybody. Until next time, stay righteous. Bye.